The advice and opinions expressed by the host of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Autism Live and to Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy. Good morning. <laughs> How, are you? How are you, Shannon? You know, I'm just going to be honest because I think it's important to keep it real here that I'm I'm having a tough old time. Yeah, I, I hear you. I think a lot of us are. Yep. And it's cumulative. It's uh, there's a whole bunch of things all at once going on that are just right. kicking my key kicking my keister. And I have said this, if I've said this once, I've said it 20 times this week, I have a hard time being in grief and in fear and, and in all of those emotions. And I migrate quickly to angry anger. And I've been angry at everyone and everything for the last couple of days. And I'm trying to meter it, trying to like, you know, go, is this something that's worth being angry about? And do you need to advocate here or, like, do you need to like take a deep breath? But woo, it has not been fun to be around Shannon. It's been, it's been a tough, it's a tough week for all of us that obviously we are dealing with the death of Joanne Laura, which has been devastating for all who know her. Yes. And we've been talking about that all week. And even, you know, as the show starts, I, you know, there's a moment where I got to be silent before the show. And usually it's this meditative moment. Um, and I just, oh man, I find that it's like the black clouds start to, um, to close in and then Traven plays the opening song. And usually, you know, I dance during the song and I've had to like, like, you know, I'm not dancing and then I hear it and I go, oh no, Joanne would want me to dance. And so then I make myself dance and I feel a little bit better. We've been asking everybody all week, um, Nancy, to find a minute out of your day to just dance with abandon, shake it off and dance with abandon, remember Joanne and and it's a good, dancing is a good thing. Put on some music, act like nobody can watch, nobody can see, right? Right. Um, we have a big show today and I wanna remind everybody, we want you to interact, we wanna hear from you. I've been saying every morning to people, uh, Nancy, that like, you know, I love the interactive part of the show and I really need it right now. Mm -hmm. So participate right into us. Tell us you're listening. Tell us what's on your mind. Tell us what you're, tell us what you're mad about or what you're having a hard time with. Uh, but we do have a big show this morning. Um, right out the gate, I believe she's probably with us. Karen Nolte um, joins us uh, from research. And a little bit later on, we're going to be joined by Matt and Nava Asner. We will talk a little bit about, jo about Joanne, but we want to tell you some, we want to get back to the work, like Joanne always said. Right. Let's focus on right. the work. So we're going to have them tell you about some things that they have going on that are that are really great. But Traven, is Karen there? Can we can we pop Karen in? And Karen uh, Nolte, as I mentioned, she is uh, part of the research team. Oh, I'm hoping there she, she is. is. Karen, there I was afraid is. I was like she may not know what the code is. And uh, anyway, thank you for being there. Of and you look lovely. And what a nice background. Doesn't she look like all official and like she planned it out? Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So um, Karen, tell us what you do. Because I was just saying you're with the research and development, but tell them what you do and then tell us the, what we're talking about today. Sure. So I head up the research and development department at CARD, and that involves, you know, running research programs, supporting employees and families with research and, you know, everything in that domain. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. And so you and, and other members of your team join us about once a month to talk about research topics. 
and and to kind of give us an like an understanding of what's happening in the world of research, both at Card and outside of Card, and what's important and translate it. Because Nancy, like you and I, have tried to translate this, and we're like two women in in the dark with a flashlight with no battery. Right, right. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, we're glad that we've got Karen here to translate it for us. Today. Yeah, glad to help. So, so what are we talking about today? Sure. So uh, one of the prominent journals in ABA, which is called Behavior Analysis and Practice, put together this emergency series, um, really focusing on giving practical tools and tips to clinicians and parents um, around this pandemic. And I picked one of the articles that I wanted to share because it really focuses on practical tips for parents and caregivers. Um, it's written in parent-friendly language. So if any parents are interested in looking at the article itself, you know, if you Google the title, it can come up, it'll come up pretty quickly. Um, and I would encourage parents to look at it because it's actually accessible. So the article is called Promoting Functional Communication Within the Home, and it's by Bondi, Horton, and Frost. And two of those authors were involved in developing PECS, which is picture exchange communication for individuals who are non-vocal. So some of your listeners may know PECS. Um, so these authors are very versed in the area of communication. And in this article, they talk about nine, what they call critical communication skills and give practical strategies for families to use at home. All the strategies are backed by research, um, but they don't include research in the article to really focus on the practical nature of it. Um, and I do want to say I tend to use the language your child, but these strategies apply for teens, adults, doesn't matter how old your child is. <laughs> so I'll jump right in here. The first uh, critical communication skill is requesting reinforcers. Um, and this involves identifying highly preferred items or activities that your child really likes and identify how your child can request those things throughout the day. And a request can be exchanging a picture saying a word, saying a sentence, and you wanna do whatever is easiest for your child here. Um, and I really like the article pointed out to also look at things your child needs, um, but maybe doesn't really, really uh, see as preferred. So for example, when your child's eating yogurt, um, you need a spoon. They don't necessarily like spoons, but when you're eating yogurt, you need a spoon. So if you give them just the yogurt and then prompt them to ask for the spoon, um, that's a great way to foster communication and get those skills going a little bit more. Um, and the key that they also really focus on with this is to really focus on creating uh, situations when your child is calm to work on requesting, as opposed to waiting for your child to have a tantrum or have, have an issue um, before prompting these skills. Um, so that's really the first strategy they talked about. The second one is all about requesting help and assistance. And for this, you also wanna identify natural opportunities throughout the day when your child needs help. And what you do is you wanna focus on prompting them to ask for help in those situations. So this could include, um, you know, giving your child a Ziploc baggie that they can't open. Resist the urge to help them open it or help them do whatever these tasks are and instead prompt them to ask for help. Again, whether that's exchanging a picture card or asking for help, you want them to request that from you and then you give them that assistance to help open that Ziploc baggie or whatever it is. Um, other examples are, you know, opening up a, a, a Tupperware container, um, taking a cap off a marker, um, putting on their shoes, blowing up a balloon, you know, so these can include play activities. These can include activities of like getting dressed in the morning um, and teaching your child to ask for help is a great way to um, reduce that frustration uh, that they may be feeling. Um, okay, the next one is asking for a break. And, you know, a lot of kids are, are wrapping up school, but, you know, virtual schoolwork is definitely something that can be stressful, um, as well as maybe chores and maybe some other activities throughout the day. And if you teach your child to ask for a break before they melt down, that can really reduce tantrums and can really help the flow of the day. <laughs> so, you know, all of these three, first three here are all about teaching your child to make these requests to get their needs met. Um, and then, you know, your child can feel proud and feel, feel independent that they're able to do these things without um, communicate their needs without needing the parent to, to guess, so to speak. The next two are related here. Um, first one is rejecting by saying no. So there are gonna be things that your child just doesn't wanna do. 
And teaching them to communicate no when you offer them something is really important because then again, they get to express themselves um, and be able to tell you what they don't want to do. Um, so what you want to do is in the beginning, you know, just present items to your child that you know they don't like, prompt them to say no. And in the beginning, especially when they say no, you want to remove the item immediately. So they learn, oh, I say no, and the item goes away. As things go on, you're going to have to teach them some flexibility with it, but that, that's at least the beginning first step. Um, on the other hand of this, you also want to teach them to say yes. And this is something that often gets forgotten, but we want to make sure that your child is able to communicate to you what they want as opposed to you guessing. So I'm sure there's some parents out there where um, you know, you've offered your child, okay, do you want yogurt? Do you want chips? Do you want cookies? And you're kind of waiting for them to show a sign that they're interested in that snack. And by teaching your child to say yes, um, that really shows you clearly that this is what they want. Not something that just, they're just gonna take because you're, you're putting it in front of them. Um, so by doing this, you, you again, you know, same kind of strategy, you want to either teach them to say yes with the picture card, say yes vocally, in order to communicate this intent on their part. So the last four strategies here are what the authors call listener behaviors. And we typically think about functional communication involving, you know, individuals requesting their wants and needs and then getting those items. Um, but these listener behaviors, I think, are also really important, and they're ways for individuals to express their understanding of language in a way that leads to direct outcomes for them. Um, so this first one is a huge, huge area. Um, responding to wait and tolerating no. And this is all about the individual understanding when you tell them to wait, that they need to wait calmly and that they're going to get that item. Um, and waiting really is a promise that must be fulfilled. So when someone tells you to wait, you are under the understanding that you're going to get that item eventually. And that's really important to teach individuals. And you want to start with a shorter time interval and then gradually increase that. So if you have an item you know your child wants, you tell them, wait, maybe you wait five seconds. Oh, here you go. You can have it. And as time goes on, you want them to wait for longer and longer periods of time because, you know, waiting for five seconds is not super functional. Um, in terms of tolerating no, that's a little bit different than wait because you know that item is just not available at all. And um, I like their suggestion in the article, they say to try the no game. And what this involves is talking to your child, telling them that sometimes you'll say no to them, but if they respond calmly, they'll get some other rewards. And when you do this, you wanna first start by saying no to something that's not that important to them. So, you know, if they like bananas, but you know, they don't really care that much about bananas, when they point to a banana, just say, no, not right now. And if they respond calmly, then you give them something else that they can, that they can eat as a snack or that they can play with. Um, and that's a way to teach them to, to tolerate that um, communication on our end to them. Okay, the next one is all about following directions. Um, another huge area here, and I like how they phrase it in terms of the functional communication piece where start by teaching your child to follow directions that leads to something meaningful for them. So for example, if you tell them get the ball, they bring you the ball and then you play with the ball together. So if you can give them instructions that leads to something good for them, then they learn, oh, following instructions really is something positive and beneficial that I should do because then I get to hang out, I get to play with mom and dad, different things like that. Okay, number eight on this list is all about following a schedule. And a schedule is another great way for us to communicate to our individuals on the spectrum what the day is going to look like or what the next couple hours or what the next hour is going to look like. Um, so for this, you know, I like to think like I use a schedule all the time. I reference my schedule, I don't know how many times a day constantly. And, um, you know, a schedule is something that a lot of adults use and rely on. So it's a great tool to really support our, our individuals on the spectrum with as well. Um, it can be with pictures, it can be with text, whatever works for your child. And what you want to do is you want to you want to put those pictures or text in order. You can write it down on a piece of paper. That's probably the simplest way. You can also get pictures. This can be a physical thing that you can hold. It can be digital, it can be on an iPad. There's so many different options. Um, but you wanna start simple and you know write, write or use the pictures to show the list of what's gonna happen in the day. 
And then as you go through, communicate to your child, oh, this is all done, this is what's next. And, and go through that schedule step-by-step. And you know, initially you want to stick to that schedule exactly. And then later on, once, once the individual starts to get it, you can start to build in flexibility. Um, the last uh, tip here, the last communication strategy is uh, related and it's all about transitioning between activities. Um, and this is where you can use a schedule to aid in transitions that might be kind of challenging. And what the authors noted in this article is that it's, it's beneficial to really focus on the reward following transitioning to something that, that's, that's less preferred. So as an example, if your child's eating snack and then the next thing on the list is they're gonna have to do some schoolwork, but after that, they get to watch TV. Um, instead of telling your child, okay, when you finish your snack, we're gonna go do schoolwork, that kind of ends on the non-preferred thing they don't wanna do, you wanna focus on the reward. You wanna focus on, okay, you know, in a little bit, we're gonna do schoolwork and then you get to watch TV. Which show do you wanna watch? Do you wanna watch and give them two options of their favorite shows? So you focus on the reward um, that helps kids transition a little bit better. Um, so the, really, the nice thing I like about all of these strategies is that you can do them throughout the day. They don't require you to set up a special time to work on these skills. Um, you know, and also, even though these skills were, were written specifically for the pandemic, you know, I think these tips are useful, whether it's next week, next month, five years from now. Um, I think these strategies are something that's going to be really, really important and helpful for families in their everyday, um, everyday interactions with kids. So I love this, Karen. What I feel like it is, is like this amazing toolkit. Um, and all the tools aren't going to be used all the time by all of the people. Because I know somebody wrote in and said, you know, Pax never worked with my son when he was nonverbal because he gamed the system. And the thing about what we, one of the things that I've learned that you guys have taught me is that, um, you know, there's more than one way of doing things. And, and since our kids are all different, and we say when you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. And one of the frustrations that we have maybe with like, you know, uh, general public school is that this is the teaching method and some kids fit into it and some kids don't. Uh, but ABA says, here's the toolkit. If this didn't work with this, this individual, not even kid, because we're talking teens and adults, right. then onto this other strategy and let's try that. And, and I think that that's one of the, the great, great gifts that ABA has given to my family is that like, okay, it, it never, it's, it says that the kid is never wrong. The learner yes. is never wrong, but yes. we're just going to, and, and that it's not that they're unable to learn it. We're, we just got to keep trying till we find the way in to teach it. And so how many, how many different things are on this report? Nine. Nine. So nine different things that you guys could access as a parent today and go, all right, well, I haven't tried this one. Let me give this a whirl ski. And uh, where can they find it again, Karen? So again, if they Google the title, it comes right up. It's Promoting Functional Communication Within the Home. And the authors are Bondi, Horton, and Frost. Wonderful, wonderful. I think Karen. you're absolutely right, Karen, that these are skills that um, transcend the coronavirus. They're things that we can use every day. One of the things that I think is really important is the schedule, especially with kids not being at school. You know, they, they can tend to be adrift somewhat and having a schedule can really help that. Definitely. Yes. Even if it's just, okay, we're going to go outside and then we're going to read a book and then we're going to watch TV. You know, you can still make a schedule. <laughs> right. Uh, and somebody's writing in and saying that your talk was really useful, Karen. So thank you so much for that. Um, and I want to point out too that as school is ending places, it's really important to be changing the schedule so that everybody understands what the expectations are. I know I had to say to some people uh, yesterday, I was like, is it pants optional now? <laughs> Is that what happened with the, you know, the schedule changed and now it's pants optional. I don't remember getting that memo. Um, I didn't agree to it. Um, so it's important to tell everybody when things change, what the schedule changes, what the expectations are. We can tell people in lots of different ways, whether it's that we put a thing up on the, on the wall that we refer yeah. to what the rules and the schedule are, or we, you know, we talk it through or we show pictures, whatever it is. Um, and somebody else said, my son has a watch with his schedule on it, which is great. 
Uh, someone else says Pex was the starter for my son's language. It helped him to read and verbally speak from Pex. Wow. So, so we, we, we have at least one Pex winner here. Karen, okay. thank you so much. We'll look forward to having you and your team back. Thank you. <laughs> and now I'm going to cough. <coughs> so sorry, I have a tickle. Thank you, Karen. Bye-bye. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I need a drink. Um, <laughs> I've got some water. Thank you. But um, we want to, I, I think that Matt and Nava are here with us, Nancy, and That'd I would love great. to have them join us um, so that they can be here with us. Are, is, are Matt and Nava with us? They might be getting looks like we're, looks like we're connecting right now. Okay. There we go. There says Nava Osner. Asner. Hi guys. Hi, Nava. As I continue to call. Oh, wait, we I have no Oh, Nava and Matt are here. Wait, okay. Have... I, I I see an N. I don't see your right. there you oh, are. Modern technology is beyond us. <laughs> you know, um, all the kids are home. So God willing, we'll this will we won't be interrupted. We oh, I sort of hope we will be interrupted. I love I have, it. I have, uh, I have a Viva watching, but she always figures out a way to ask me questions. I, I We would love to see Aviva. We'd love to see the entire uh, okay. ask with Asner Brady Bunch. So it's all good. You you, be careful. Be careful what you ask for. I know what I'm asking for. I love them all. Uh, we love you guys too. We're so thrilled that you guys are here and uh, we're going to, we're going to spend some time talking about some amazing things that you guys have coming up, but you know, uh, we have with us here four people who surely loved uh, our Joanne Laura. So I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to say Nancy included, if you guys have things that, cause I've had several days this week to talk to our audience about how much I loved our girl. Um, but did you guys have anything you wanted to say? I think, uh, well, first of all, I just wanna give a huge thank you to the beautiful, handsome, wonderful Charles because Charles really gave us all an opportunity that we never ever um, will forget. And, and he is our mensch for life because he let, he put the phone right up to Joanne and let us really pour out our hearts that last day. And he, and he said that she, he, he, you know, he saw some response from her. And what I said to Joanne that day and what I mean and I'm saying publicly is the way that we honor Joanne now is we continue her mission. And when I heard that kid speak um, on our show, oh, Will, yeah. um, you know, to me, that was like the perfect, <laughs> Uh, that's the perfect culmination of all of her life's work to hear this kid say, you know, how, how changed he's been because of, of Joanne's um, uh, support and what an incredible, well-spoken, incredible kid. Um, and, you know, we were, we felt the same way about how Joanne helped us, but uh, that's, that was like the, the educational side of Joanne, the other side and um, was when we had the last act, um, the last act gala where Nancy was honored um, and jo Joanne, Matt and I were talking, remember we were doing that silly thing on the carpet and then she kind of like gestured to me and, and she said to me, let's go get a drink. There's nowhere to get a drink around here. And so we, we snuck away and we went, to, there was a little bar like in the hotel, really snazzy, fun bar. And she was like flirting with the dudes at the bar and, and, uh, and we had this incredible martini and we sat there and we had the greatest talk and the greatest time. And it was not even about kids or autism or anything. And, and I will never forget that, that we had this wonderful fun girls time before we went back and, and, you know, went back to uh, reality. And, and she was just so full of life. I mean, I can't believe how, how soon it, you know, that was not even that long ago. I think that's, I think that's what I want to highlight more than anything is that she was so full of life and yeah. 
you had this incredible person who had such a colorful history. Um, and, you know, I would, my, one of my favorite things to do is be sit at dinner with her having drinks when I would drink. When you drink. <laughs> when I drink. And, um, but eating with her and, and, mm -hmm. and sitting in a restaurant for hours and just kind of talking about old, you know, times and stuff that, you know, she was, I don't know if anyone knows this, but I don't know if your viewers know this, but she was, a, you know, she was a dancer, of course, and she was a big 80s person. She had lots of great 80s stories because I'm a child of the 80s and uh, she had wonderful 80s stories. Yeah. And she was in, um, uh, for those who want to go out and look for this, she was in um, The Devil Inside. Was oh, yeah. The yeah, Devil yeah, Inside. Yeah, yeah. 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 I remember yes. that. She was in that video. Gorgeous. So you can see Joanne Laura in the 80s in the NXS video for yeah. Devil Inside. And it's very, you can look it she up. She told it's on some crazy YouTube. stories about that shoot. It was too. great. <laughs> no, but I mean, she. She, 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 you know, she, she, she had amazing energy. She was uh, extremely politically motivated mm -hmm. individual who had very strong opinions about politics. And yeah. um, I used to really enjoy d discussing with her and, you know, getting very animated with her about politics. Yeah. And, and she was just, she was a fun human being and God, I'll miss her. God, I'll miss her. I, I think yeah. I think the children are going to miss her so much too. Yes. Um, they're, they're all going to miss her. Wyatt, my son, was in Autism Works, uh, the workshop. And um, I, of course, told him about Joanne passing. And the first thing he said to me was, Joanne's in heaven and the angels are singing hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. the kids adored her. Oh, I, uh, and there's going to be a big hole in their lives now that she's gone. Well, let's talk about that for, for a minute, because, you know, that's true. You would walk into a room where she was and you'd bring your kids and, and you'd see other kids and they would just gravitate towards yeah. her. I mean, she was she she was. Um, well, that's what the other mom said. I think it was Will's mom. Somebody said I can't remember that Gina? they had called her. Oh, no, it was. Um, it was Mia's mom. Mm. And she said, um, you know, she was the first person I called on Mother's Day because she was the mother right. figure for so many of our kids. And I can't tell you, Nancy, how many kids <laughs> have reached out to me and said, when are we going to celebrate Joe? Jo? When are we going to have, mm -hmm. a, um, you know, they need yeah. that goodbye too. We, we all had our, our wonderful goodbye. And I know Shannon's working hard on something. We but, have a date now. We have a date oh, we have now. A date. <clears throat> we have a date now. Um, uh, we were going to do it a week from this Saturday, but we uh, was decided that we needed just a little bit more time. So Saturday the twenty seventh. Oh, thank God! At, at ten thirty in the morning, um, we are going to have an online virtual memorial, um, and um, we're figuring out, but everybody around the world will be able to access it because she has friends in China yeah. and India yeah. and, you know, in New Zealand and all these places yeah. in France and England that uh, have written to us and said, we want to be a part of this. Yes. You know, this is meant to be a placeholder because, uh, you know, when Joanne and I had many conversations about the unthinkable, right, where we are right now. And um, she had plans for what she wanted for a memorial and and we it is our intention to do that when we can and she wanted people to be there and hugging in fact she wanted something very similar to the service that you did for your mom yeah. matt um she loved that service and yeah. she she wanted people to be able to sit together hug together um and and she and i i talked about you know what happens if you die during the time of covid and it was unthinkable, and um, but I promised her that we would do an online memorial, so we are. The 27th, there's gonna be lots more information about that coming up, but I can tell you it's already shaping up to be this amazing event. Um, and I also wanna say, because you guys have made reference to it, you guys do this amazing show every Friday afternoon, the Center at Home, and last Friday, a really big portion of it was some people getting together and saying some amazing things. And that's what you were referring to. Uh, Joe Montaigne and his entire yeah. family were there. Uh, and there was this amazing young man, Will, who yeah. spoke. And it, But 
it's not to be missed. And so I want to tell people, please, to be tuning into that show that you do on Friday afternoons. Um, but I know that there's a way that they can go back and watch that episode. So can one of you tell them where they can watch today's episode and yeah. who you're having on and where they can see the one from last week? Sure. We go live. We go live on YouTube uh, at three o'clock every Friday. Pacific uh, time. Pacific time. Well, yes, Pacific time. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. so six o'clock Eastern time. Yes. And then mountain time, I guess it would be four o'clock. Yes. There you go. Uh, and uh, unless you're like in Indiana, you know, there's, then it gets kind right. of weird. And I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it no, either. Um, but uh, I have a funny story hey, about Amber's that. I'll tell you something. Indiana. No, I know. I know. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, we, we go live three o'clock uh, on YouTube and Facebook. And uh, then it's archived there. Uh, and also on our website at asnerfamilycenter.org. At Asner uh, and, you know, we're, uh, it's a small, you know, part of what we do uh, every week. We do classes. Um, I mean, every day there's something going on, usually at three o'clock, usually around three o'clock, we have something going live, uh, either on YouTube or Facebook. So um, like us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, and we'll, we'll, get, uh, we'll get you going with all that stuff. And this is a great segue because I can, like so many times this week, I can feel Joanne poking me in my back and she's like, enough, 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 talk about the work. And that's really what we invited you here today to talk about the work that you're doing at the Ed Asner Center, which Joanne loved. Um, and so I can feel her pushing my rib. <laughs> yes, of course. I can feel her pushing my rib going, get to it, Shannon, enough. Um, so the big part of the center, but before, even when we didn't even have a facility, Joanne encouraged me to, to debut with camp. So one of our motivators of actually being able to debut the, the center was creating the camp. You know, I created the camp because I didn't want Eddie and Will to have to go back to ESY. Um, but I wanted the camp to be a, an expressive arts camp. So Joanne, who actually taught me that saying expressive arts, because I was saying, oh, we have a enrichment camp with arts and this. And then she's like, no, 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 expressive arts camp. So I'll remember, I remember everything she taught me, but, <laughs> um, but the first camp and I was scared, I will say, I won't say a bad word, but I was scared witless. And uh, <laughs> because I didn't know if I could do it. You know, I've, I've run camps my whole life typical camps, surf camps, you know, uh, and this was a totally new ball game. And Joanne was shoulder to shoulder with me all day long, worked her tail off. Uh, we'd have these downloads where every day she'd give us like her, she, we would literally like um, discuss each student and she'd tell me, now this is what we do with this guy. And this is, and it was the most incredible experience of learning I've had in my whole life. And everything I've done since has been connected to that first camp experience with Joanne. It really has. Well, so it, tell, it is. tell us about the, uh, the plans for this year Yes, and the camp. The plan for this year is my heart breaking to say <laughs> that I have to formally cancel camp ed. Okay. And the reason why is because the For way the way that we discuss the way that we the, that we want camp to be with the with the guidelines that we have to follow it just could not look the same way and so many of my regular students won't physically wear a mask they cannot wear a mask mm -hmm. and I I just I can't exclude these kids who have really been a part of the camp since its debut and this this hasn't come without a lot of debate. oh it's the hardest I mean, thing i've ever done it's uh it's been a really difficult decision um and I, I would say i would say that the decision has been made really in the last you know 48 hours yeah. um with all the news coming out about this new spike and everything i just it, you know the mask situation is such an, a tough one um, we've had, of, we've had, we've almost and gone to fisticuffs over this because he, yeah. I, I've tried so hard <clears throat> to get around every single avenue to 
to make this happen. And Matt is much more the conventional, you know, by the book guy. And I just feel like there has to be a way, has to be a way. I never want to say no. Um, and, and, you know, and, and uh, for, for all the kids that are thinking about camp, it's not saying that we're not going to have some in-person class. We just can't have Six hours. Um, a class. We can't have a camp where kids are with us for longer durations of time. It's impossible to have a camp where you, do, you don't um, give them snacks or food or anything. And the food, the food guidelines, the food restrictions were so strict. Um, and our, some of our kids, you can't stop them from having a snacky whack, you know, uh, that isn't, um, but, you know. But that said, we are meeting on Monday with uh, some, uh, you know, our legal uh, advisors, our advisors yeah. and, and we are talking about, you know, what reopening is for us is going to look like. Uh, so we will have more information on that probably next week. Um, but, you know, it's a complicated time. It really is. Um, I appreciate that you're not trying. Look, there's a lot of people out there that are like, well, we're going to forge ahead. And, and, and I don't know that everybody has really thought it through. So I'm, I appreciate that you guys are thinking it through and putting safety first. But well, let's say this, though, there's a lot of other things that you are doing. Yeah. Yes. You've been hitting, the, hitting it right out of the park from minute one. I'm so proud of you. So let's talk a little bit about the things that you are doing, because I feel like there's such an opportunity here that, you know, a lot of times we'll have you guys on and we'll talk about the amazing things that you're doing. And a lot of people go, but I don't live in California. Yes. And, and uh, the one, one of the many things that we're like, okay, if we have to take all the bad with this COVID thing, one of the best things has been that people all over the country is, have been able to participate in the things yeah, that you guys it's doing wonderful. And to do it for free. Yep. Shut the front door. You guys are amazing. Actually, we've had people from other countries. Yeah, uh, it's you know, really it's, it's cool. Been, uh, we've had people from Ireland and, yeah. and uh, England, a England. lot of England. Okay, well, tell people what they can what they can do and how they can do it. Well, I'm going to go through our week. All right, let's do it. Right. Do you want to do it? No, I'm going to watch you. <laughs> okay, she's going to test me now. So Mondays, Mondays we have music with Judy Langdon, who is our uh, resident music therapist uh, extraordinaire. She's an incredible, incredible musician and singer and music therapist and she, um, you know, she, uh, it, there's a lot, uh, there's a big element of fun to what she does. And she does about 15, 20 minutes of sing song stuff. Uh, and, uh, and she, she's really the female Mrs. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. I mean, she really is. She is the cutest thing. She is going to be our camp ed new camp director as well. Um, so artistic, so, um, she's she's so creative in her programs that every week it's something fun and that's that's one of the classes that people from all around the world are really appreciating is the music yeah. therapy class. and how does how do we access that once again it's on youtube and facebook yeah. three o'clock every every friday every monday okay. i'm sorry monday. Every monday. we're still on Scratch monday that reverse every monday <laughs> Uh, then then uh, on Tuesdays, we have um, a special show, which we felt that everyone during this kind of difficult time needed a kind of mental health check-in. So we mm -hmm. uh, created this kind of uh, podcast called the Mental Health Check-In with Nava health and Health and wellness. And, and so it's um, really mental health related issues. Mm -hmm. with, um, our, with our mental health director, Krissa Saad, who... Um, Every week, it's a new topic. Every week, a lot, a lot of times we bring in holistic people and naturalists and meditation people. Um, but mostly we do uh, parent-driven topics. So uh, one of the topics that, that, was, um, that we had recently was uh, the disappointment in families that their children didn't have a regular graduation experience. And a lot of the kids were get, going into a depression uh, because they felt like one thing after the other and one disappointment after the other with this pandemic. And hey, we got somebody joining oh, us. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I knew it. Hey, hi. Hi. Hello. Cut off your bangs. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't think that's it's, a good idea. It's the real <laughs> moment of being in the Absolutely. Uh, no. Absolutely love it. David. Don't but anyway, I, I mean, for sure, <laughs> don't, don't, don't cut off his bangs though. Okay. But, but um, <laughs> the, the um, health and wellness show has, is really like, um, it's really a personal project of mine because I come from such a naturalist background with my dad being um, the, the guy that he was. And I really, you know, I really feel, and Nancy, uh oh, now we're having the cat. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, kitty cat. Um, I, I feel that, that there's so many things that um, with, with anxiety specifically that natural remedies can help before you take a, anything. Um, we're, we try to bring in every aspect of, and every opportunity for kids. And we had a wonderful lady come in who um, started a CBD company. And, you know, I have terrible anxiety and panic attacks and I started taking her uh, morning formula and it's really been life-changing for me. It's really helped me so much. Um, and so those are the kind of things we bring in on the health and wellness show. And then on Wednesday, we have art with Aviva. We have character mm -hmm. drawing with Aviva. So she takes you through how to draw something. So we've done like, uh, we've done characters from up and inside mm -hmm. out and Animal Crossing, which is this new game that everyone's playing. Yeah. I don't understand, but, uh, and then there's- um, And also that- Classic That, that Wednesday class, um, she has kids write in and say what their favorite, um, or right. to give suggestions, because that's more of a um, uh, animation kind of class that we were doing um, when the center was open. So Aviva really does take uh, the suggestions of the kids and uh, the fan favorites. And we do all these classes live, except for the music. We do the, all the classes live so that people can chat, you know, with, with the teachers while this is happening. So uh, we've done uh, like SpongeBob and, you uh -huh. know, basically all the characters. Fan we favorites. do a new character every week. And then uh, Thursday. on Thursday, we have fitness, fitness with Liz, which mm -hmm. is... Um, uh, great fitness class, mm -hmm. which is a Zoom class, which is live. And Liz uh, is an amazing, amazing uh, Liz, Liz. Luziano. Um, she has worked as a um, support person for many, many years. She's just an incredibly motivating uh, teacher. She also um, is, um, a, a, we have her in the center uh, camp ed yep. for physical fitness. But, and then, but you got to tell the story of, of, cause most of our kids is like Eddie, um, they're sedentary. Um, I'm trying so hard to get Eddie to get on a diet and, and I, I'm not supposed to say the word diet, but just to get healthier. Um, but coach Liz takes kids who are really, um, they're not, they don't want to exercise. You know, they just, they're, they don't want to exercise. They're very sedentary. And she creates these like fantasy uh, oh, experiences oh, yeah. with them to yeah. make them want to exercise. And one of our students, Zoe, um, is really into The Walking Dead. So she did a whole exercise program with Zoe about they were uh, zombie hunters and they're going around and she's doing a full hour of physical fitness. And this kid had no idea that she was working out. Yeah. She was just having a blast with Coach Liz. Killing zombies. Yeah. So Coach Liz. I love it. Because yeah. you know, killing zombies is a very physical yeah. thing. Um, and then, so, and then we have, uh, and then on Fridays we have a really packed day. We have um, uh, Corona Kitchen, which is uh, our cooking class, uh, which is quick, quick cooking lesson every Friday, about mm -hmm. twenty minutes. Uh, what time is that, though? I always miss that. What time is that? Well, that noon. That's at noon. Noon. Noon, uh, noon Pacific, three o'clock Eastern. And and. and Shannon, I'd love for you to, because every every other week we have a guest uh, from the community uh, do their favorite recipe. It's usually like a really easy to do recipe that people can, most people can do. Today's episode is a bean soup. Um, but I'd love you to do that that pasta. My oh, God. sure. It's so easy. That's, That's the only yeah. gluten-free dish I'll, I'll I've ever tasted. I'll sit down and eat with you. It was incredible. Over, you know? It was incredible. Shannon has Shannon We're has lots of gluten-free, uh, patient-free 
recipes that I've tried. So wow. be I great Nancy's got some good ones too. Nancy's pumpkin yeah, pie too. is the best one. Oh, okay. wow. We love pumpkin. Well, That's Eddie's favorite thing. You're both Which one, Shannon? Your pumpkin pie is the recipe oh, I Oh, my use pumpkin pie. But I, I have okay. a great recipe for gluten-free, dairy-free, um, cauliflower au gratin that tastes just like mac and cheese. Oh, wow. So, I gotta oh, try yeah. that. That would be a I'd great be one. I'd interested in that, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right? yeah. That okay, but we've gotten off topic. We're talking okay. about food now. We've gotten off topic. So <laughs> on Friday, Corona Kitchen at noon Pacific time, then yeah. the center, center at home. Center, center at home, home at three. three. And then, uh, and then and then Saturday we have um, Aviva I'm does a, a uh, oh, yeah. an arts and crafts. So Wednesday is her uh, more animation drawing, and and Saturday she has a totally different. Every week is a totally different arts and crafts, specifically um, you know creative things that you can use around your house and really easy to do arts and crafts. Uh, this, she's amazing. This week, let's just say she's amazing. This, this, but this, this Saturday, she's doing some sort of slime thing. Yeah, that, that's really cool. Well, of course, this, she is. Kind of freaked me but out. But all of these classes, people can access just by going to your site or going to YouTube, and they're free. Yeah. Is that correct? One hundred percent free. Uh, we're, we, you know, they're just free. We, we want everyone to have an okay time while we're going through this crazy time we're going through, and it's yeah. important for us to kind of offer this to the the people out there and and there's no age limit on it so if the parent wants uh, to do it with them you like you're like i want to do the animation class i want to do the fitness class do it with your kid somebody yeah. wrote it and said right now i'm taking a music therapy and art therapy course to help my son who is stuck at home right now and that's wonderful but i'll bet you're paying for it yeah go check out the stuff at the uh, center and say monday, three, monday with judy at three o'clock is it's a it's, free class amazing. and your kid will love it but then, then also on sunday on saturday on saturday on saturday oh night, saturday nights we oh, have saturday night. yes we the have social. Uh, a social uh, uh movie chat uh that uh, our social director at the center chelsea darnell does uh, and basically, it's you watch a movie like Indiana Jones, and mm -hmm. uh, or well, that's not a movie, but uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or Star Wars, or they did like Camp Rock, which mm -hmm. I don't even know what that is. But Camp and, Rock and last their, week, their group has become so tight and so um, really like a real social group, like yeah. we had had uh, planned in the beginning. But they they each pick a movie now, so they they. Uh, there, everyone gets an opportunity to pick the movie, but the greatest thing about this is that um, Chelsea from the inception really helped Chris and I create this group. She's the social director. She, she has taken this group over and completely taken it off my hands, thank God. But she, it's a real social club. And Matt and I listen in sometimes, but we give them their space and it's, you know, we do have a moderator just in case. Not a moderator, but, but a kind but of. But for a, everybody who says there's nothing for your teen, there's nothing for your young adult that's social. Here it is. Here it is, and it's free, and they can do it online. Social distancing. Draven wants us. Draven wants us all to know that uh, Camp Rock is a Disney movie with the Jonas Brothers, and it's important that Draven wants us. To <laughs> I, 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 I've been there. We go. And we then, want the. They want the link to the channel too. They want it in the chat. So Draven, get ready to put it in the chat. What What is the address, Matt? Oh boy, you see? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, I hope that well, maybe well, you, maybe you Shelby, is oh, Shelby oh, watching. You, Shelby, if, can you put it in? It, Shelby, if you're watching, please put it in. But and also just go to also you can go Family to, Center. You can go to uh, our Facebook, Facebook page. They, they, they post it all day on Saturday. It'll be there. The Ed Asner Family Center on Facebook. Yes. yes. But and Shelby, then, please put it in. And then, and then Sunday. Sunday we have. You uh, love to interrupt me, don't you? Oh, go ahead. No, I've done it eight times. I apologize. I insist. I, I'm not <laughs> saying another word. You can so, pull my fingernails off. I'm not saying anything. Um, <laughs> it's have, a live show. Somebody say something. What's going on? You have yoga on uh, on Sunday at twelve o'clock. Oh my goodness! Yoga with every Shana. day of the week. And actually, yoga. I mean, Shauna is incredible. She worked at the health group in their meditation department. She has been a. a <laughs> a part of the special needs community for I think 15 years. And she is incredible. Even kids that absolutely hate yoga have done a couple classes with Shauna and they're hooked. So 
that is definitely for the whole family. Yeah. Sundays at noon, amazing, amazing Shauna. And then most likely we'll be adding new classes. <laughs> yes, yes, we have so. a couple really exciting ones in the, because thank God people, not just uh, community members, but vendors are seeing our content and saying, hey, I could do that. You know, we're, oh, I've, they're not able to see people. In, so we've had a couple of really exciting vendors reach out to me um, that we're gonna have some new programs coming online. But I, we, do, we are planning, beautiful Judy, uh, the music therapist and camp ed director, we are planning um, a version of camp ed to be virtual. Um, and, and it's not gonna be like a virtual camp because if you're like, you know, if the kids are like Eddie, they've been, I mean, I, I had a drink, I celebrated yesterday after Eddie finished <laughs> online schooling. It was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It really was. And we had three guys doing it separately. Um, so I don't want kids to just get in front of the, the screen for hours at a time. It's not gonna be like that, but we, we, we'll talk more about that when we uh, come to it. It's probably gonna be most likely in the end of July or beginning of August. Okay, we've only got eight minutes left, you guys. And we got a lot still we gotta talk about because we got two big events that are coming up. Yes. You have your, your Unity Walk and we gotta talk about the poker tournament. So, uh, you got eight minutes, go. Okay. Eight minutes. So the Unity Walk is really just a, it, it's a, well, it's certainly it's a way we can raise funds during this difficult time mm -hmm. uh, and do it together. Uh, and since we can't kind of all congregate in the same place at the same time, we wanted to create a way to kind of go out and be a part of the community and celebrate what we're doing and, and the community that we want to create um, while this is all going on. So it's the Unity Walk is that it's july 4th we're asking people to get outside with your family and to walk <clears throat> to walk with purpose and with the purpose of community and that's what we want but we're not all meeting in a parking lot and walking together no. you're walking and we're not saying a virtual walk where people sit at home and don't really walk you're saying get out go walk but in your little pod of your family yeah exactly. and there's some really fun incentives that people if they get different tiers of, of, uh, of fundraising, um, we have an incredible graphics um, um, partner who has made these amazing logos for us. And so there's different tiers that you can win some of the amazing uh, product. Uh, one of them is a mask that I'm not gonna tell you about because it's just, it's mind blowing. Um, but the main thing is, is that it's an opportunity for us to be able to continue to give all these online um, programs uh, for free to the community. We have no other way of fundraising right now. I mean, we have to do these online events. The poker tournament, I think it's going to blow people's minds. I was like, I didn't understand it in the beginning and I'm finally wrapping my head around it and it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much fun. And I think people are really, really uh, going to be surprised. Maybe we should explain that. Yeah, tell but us the date, how you're going to hold yeah. it. But the date has also changed on the poker tournament, correct? Yeah. It's not this Saturday. Thank you. Um, when is it? <laughs> we, we had originally, we had originally um, planned to do the poker tournament this Saturday at Playa Studios in Playa del Rey, uh, which is a great place. Uh, next year, maybe we'll have it there. Um, but... Um, Unfortunately, we, we have this situation that we're in that, uh, you know, kind of limits our, the way we can do things. So um, we kind of hit the drawing board. We came, we came back and said, let's do this virtually. And so we're doing a virtual poker tournament. It is the first of its kind, really. I mean, there've been like tournaments out there that are online, but there's never been anything quite like this. Um, we have, um, we're going to have uh, it's going to be a simulcast. So it's basically an online poker tournament with a simulcast. Uh, and basically people will be sitting at tables, virtual tables with celebrities. We have a ton of celebrities. It's that crazy. Have, that have joined us. Including, in can I say Shannon's favorite one? <gasps> what? Oh yeah, go ahead. Randy Rainbow. Oh, I love <laughs> Randy. Yay. I, love I thought you were going to say Oprah and James Taylor. But uh, I love Randy Rainbow, but if you can get Oprah and James Taylor, I will plot. I'll work on it for you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, All right. We're going to have some interesting things going on. So we have, we have, incredible, we have incredible talent uh, 
that are going to play and take part in this. Mia Farrow is going to take part in it. Oh, wow. wow. That's huge. Ben Affleck uh, is going to be a part of it. Um, wow. Jack, Jack, Jack Black, Black, Brad Garrett. Um, You've got some I, great names. That's Rosie, amazing. Rosie O'Donnell will be a part of it. Um, Tom Hanks. So it's, it's um, my, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. My, 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 uh, my heart is uh, a flutter, a flutter a because, flutter. you know, it's, it's just been a great um, time to, to kind of talk to these people about getting involved. So I'm glad that they're getting involved. And uh, we have some interesting, fun things for people uh to to do at this yeah, tournament it's so gonna be really it's fun. gonna be a poker tournament so it's it's gonna be fun to watch we're gonna have um zoom like atmosphere so it'll be zooming in with people checking in with them um it's a serious poker tournament so people will be playing poker and then um we have an interesting thing if you take a celebrity out at this tournament you um, actually are going to get a t-shirt that says i took a celebrity out at the yet asner uh, love it and Friends Poker Tournament, and it'll be signed by the celebrity that you actually took out. And a lot nice. of people don't know what taking out means. So let's let's say that. So if you're playing poker with um, Ben Affleck, and um, you um, force Ben Affleck to lose all of his money, then Ben Affleck is going to sign a shirt, and you're going to get that shirt. Okay. I love it, you guys. And we're also all right. Have- Got about a minute and a half, so okay. bring it home. We're also, we're also going to have an auction, a great auction, an online auction that's going to have all sorts of great things. But the one thing that we're really going to have is every, every celebrity that's taking part in this is going to wear and sign the Ed Asner and Friends Poker Tournament jersey, which will have their names on the back, and they'll be able to sign it, and you can bid on those jerseys. So that'll all take place uh, August 29th. August 29th. But the greatest thing is, is that it's not just in Playa del Rey. This is going to be. No, it's worldwide. It's this global. is going to be our friends in, in England and our friends in, yes. all, you know, all around the world are going to be able to enjoy and, and be a part of this. Uh, so it, in a way, and, and, and these stars are <laughs> who we've tried to get for years. They're in, you know, they're on their couch. They're, they're stoked to help us and not have to really physically get dressed up or whatever. So it's really going to be a night of the stars for sure. So Incredible. Gonna, and people can go to the website to find out more, right? Yes, it's not, I mean, you're the first, you're the first people that are we, hearing about We haven't this, talked so about it yet. It's not even, you can't even buy tickets yet. We're going to okay. do a press release in a couple of weeks, uh, or probably next week, um, that kind of lets people know how to, how to take part in this. But the important thing is, it's on August 29th and, um, all the proceeds uh, benefit the programs of the Ed Asner Family Center. And we hope that people um, come and enjoy and donate. Okay, so first things first, because the, the, the 4th of July weekend, we're doing the Unity Walk. Where do people sign up their teams to do that? They go to our website and there's a link on our website. Mm-hmm. Okay. At edasnerfamilycenter.org. <laughs> and you can do that today. But yeah. the poker tournament, you can't do anything yet, but you need to be haunting their site because I'll tell you what will happen. On uh, some Tuesday at three o'clock, they will put up the thing where you can buy tickets and there will be a small number of tickets where you get, a because I know you guys, you usually do this, where, where you get a little bit extra of the celebrity experience and they will go like that. So- well, thing, and, and we are we are actually limiting the amount of tickets that we have. So it'll, it'll be very limited. One so thing you need to get them do. on the first day. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing you can do, though, with this is you will be able to watch it online. So okay. that the details of that are being worked out, but you will be able to watch it online. So there will be right. a simulcast of this online that you'll be able to watch. So, all, right. all right. Well, That's you guys are all amazing. And I just want to say that Joanne loved you all. So thank you for being here today because, you know, this has been so hard and I'm glad that we are spending time together because that's what she would want us to do. But uh, check out the Ed Asner Family Center. Start on Facebook and then you'll see all the things. Take some of those free classes because why wouldn't you? And they're amazing. Uh, And we're going to keep rooting um, for you guys that things get better and that you can get back to Camp Ed because it's an amazing special thing. Thank you, Matt Uh, and Nava. It's been great having you. Thank Thank you so much. much. And we're having you. 
We're going to be back on Monday. Great yes. shows next week. Really excited about that. And um, But until then, give your kiddos a hug from me. And give and yourselves a hug from me. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, girls. Bye.